Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Okay, today is uh, Thursday, uh, January 13th. Oh, we narrowly escaped Friday the 13th by one day. Um, it's uh, the 13th of January, a Thursday, and it's a lovely day here in Central Florida. And um, today, uh, it's going to be a free-floating topic, but I'm going to start with something a little bit, I don't know how serious, but it's a thing. And that is addiction transference. What does that mean? Well, I'll be telling you about that. Uh, Basically, um, how to transfer an addiction from one thing to another, and hopefully more or less. You are listening to The Dave Fremlin Show to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time yeah. to boot it up. Um, and so I, anyways, uh, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay! A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay! I guess we'll see what happens, right? Perfect. All right, so what happened to me is, as you know, I've been sort of coming out of a depressed period, which a lot of people in America have been going through. I'm not alone. <clears throat> and uh, then my father died, and then it was my birthday, and I decided that I was going to go to Walt Disney World. And I did, and I bought an annual pass, and so far... uh You know, I have this problem with dopamine and I've been struggling really, really hard for about mm, several years now how to figure out a way to stimulate my brain or whatever chemicals in my body are supposed to be stimulated in order to make dopamine. And there are many components that go into the formula. There's magnesium, there's protein, there's, you know, not eating certain things that deplete And there's also, you know, sunlight and sleep and stimulation. And I have found it very difficult, and sometimes referred to as anhedonia, uh, found it very difficult to enjoy the things that I normally should enjoy. And I can do those things and I can understand that I'm supposed to enjoy them, but I don't really feel the experience of joy in it. And there are a couple of things that have been... Uh, I guess you should say um, strong enough or stimulating enough. I guess I really want to say intense enough. I don't know the correct word, but um, stimulating, I guess, is the best. Distracting, I don't know the word. But the word that I want should describe that the level of the thing is high enough to really trigger the feeling of, like it takes a certain level, like riding a bike, I know I should feel good from it, but I just, this is just, and then like, you know, dancing has a, a component above that. I know I love dancing. I always feel good when I'm dancing and it does, that's a, it's a, a um, it's an intense enough activity. There's enough stimulation that it brings me out of the low dopamine area. The problem, and then The next level that I have just recently discovered is Disneyland. But the problem is, and this is where addiction transference comes in, 
with dancing, there's no transference of addiction. You know, if I don't go to a dance class one night, uh, I don't feel any real remorse over it. I mean, I miss it. I enjoy it. It helps me out. It's good. It's physical. There's friends there. But if I miss it one night or don't go for a couple times, it doesn't, I don't have an obsession about it. But since I went to Disney World, this is a really interesting phenomenon for me I did not expect. And I don't know if it's good or bad. And I'll explain that when I get to it. But since I went to Walt Disney World last Sunday, I have gone again on Monday. I didn't go Tuesday. But I went again yesterday. And so that's three times in four days. And I went to the point where I actually got up early from bed, which I don't like to do. And then I actually stayed until my feet were hurting, which I also don't like to do. And um, why I think it's good is because it's bringing me to a level of entertainment, distraction, stimulation, especially those roller coasters, uh, a level of stimulation that has really stimulated like a dopamine type of a response and it's it's ongoing like i really feel a need to i want to go more okay and so here's where the problem comes in where it's addiction transference is that i keep wanting to go more i feel like i i need it i feel like i need it like a drug and it's an interesting phenomenon because i haven't felt that sort of a a, a feeling of like like I, I feel frustrated that i can't go today okay for example um, all day on Tuesday, when I couldn't go to Disney World, I felt very frustrated and edgy. And when I come home from Disney World, and I'm talking about all three parks, three parks, several hotels, monorail rides, everything. I did the whole thing. And, um, and there's still a couple parks I haven't been to yet. But anyway, when I was there, I was completely immersed. There were moments of reminiscence when I thought about people in my family and I sort of had moments but those are things I'm trying to avoid and so and I had moments of other th you know like there's memories from Disney World so I had some memories and things that were stimulated but then I went about my day and made new enjoyment and I'm telling you those some of those rides are so um they're so involved and detailed you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin show on Podbean. That you can really feel a, like an immersion in it. And um, what I have had a problem with is that when I'm coming home, I feel a huge sort of a letdown. Like, I, I don't know how to describe This feels like an addiction, like coming down from a drug. You know, there's this just, oh, I have to, I'm going, like I choose when to go home, I'm going home. But there's this like really strong pull of not quite wanting to leave and wanting to go back and wanting to still be there. I would live there. And, um, and then the day that I couldn't go, and today is another one of those, I'm feeling very anxious and very nervous and very almost depressed and almost... Um, you know, almost uh, like an addiction. 
it feels very addiction to me. And um, why I think it's bad, here's some components of addiction. You know, doing a fun thing, including having a drink or doing a drug, doing a thing like that is not a terrible one or twice time thing or occasional thing unless here's what makes it an addiction. An addiction is when you can't stop doing it and when you do try to stop doing it, you have a, an obsession about doing it again. It is something that will involve you to the point of excluding everything else that you're supposed to do. Okay, that's thing three. Now, I have made sure that I have been doing the things I'm supposed to do. All right. But I'm, you know, the gym has kind of been like, oh, maybe I'll go. I'll go to Disney World instead. And um, so there's, it's, I'm on the edge. So far, I've paid the bills. I've been doing the things I'm supposed to do and made sure that I've made all my appointments. Why I'm not going today. I have a music lesson. I really want to do it. Um, but a true addiction, it gets you to where, and I could see things dropping off. I, I almost want to like cancel my music lesson today and just go to Disney World again. I almost want to cancel my haircut tomorrow and go to Disney World again. I really feel that way. It feels, it feels that strong. And so where it becomes addiction or transference of an addiction is those the difference between just going to Disney World and having a couple of good days for a birthday and the difference between it being an addiction is the sense of like right now I'm struggling. I could literally stop doing the podcast right now. I could be at Disney World in 20 minutes and I could be there for three hours, come home, have my music lesson. You know what I mean? And then go back if I wanted to for another two hours or three hours. And I'm very tempted. You know, the only reason I don't go is because I know that if I go, I won't want to leave. And when I'm coming home on the freeway, I'll be very, it won't be fun for me. And then I won't go to the gym today. And uh, then that starts becoming uh, you see, it's, it's a thing that will lead to the exclusion of other things. But on the other hand, I'm very happy that it's stimulating a dopamine response. I'm unhappy that a dopamine response feels like addiction to me. And, um, but that's where it's at. All right. And so the topic, you know, basically fits into that category. And what am I doing about it? Because you know that I like to make my podcast very positive. Well, so far... I'm treating it, well, so far, it's still my birthday week, and it's still legitimate for me to go, and I haven't missed any of my important things yet, but I feel a certain way that's very uncomfortable that is relieved when I am there, and I think it's a, that is, I don't want to, I know where that leads in the long run, and I think that a Disney addiction when I have a, you know, admission already paid for the whole year, I don't think it's the worst addiction in the world right now. But when it gets to where I'm waking up at seven in the morning and staying there until eight at night and not paying my bills and not taking a shower and not doing my morning routine and not going to my meetings and not doing the other things that I love doing, then I think it becomes a problem. And right now, I have a chance to keep it at the level that it needs to be 
because I have other stimulating things in my world. You know what I mean? I have an improv class on Monday night that I love. I mean, my life is right now just starting to fill up the blank spaces. And I think Disney World will be a nice piece to that puzzle. But I don't want to let it become uh, an addiction. Now, you know, what is so bad about a Disneyland addiction is when it becomes like all addictions. There's nothing wrong with, even if you're addicted to cocaine, you know, it's not a problem if you are still paying your bills, still going to work, still having relationships with people, still, you know, functioning and not feeling depressed and not draining your bank account. I wouldn't even call it an addiction at that level. I mean, you could be addicted to it, but it's not what you would call a problematic problem. I mean, I'm a, people are addicted to lots of things. My mom is addicted to Diet Coke. You know what I mean? People are addicted to certain foods. Like every single day I have to have, my, my brother likes chocolate chip cookies. He's got to have it every day. It's not necessarily addiction. It's a habit. It's something you enjoy it a certain way. People like doing things a certain way all the time. So even any addiction, okay, I mean, cocaine, it does harm you. Okay, so let's, aside from that, but so does Diet Coke. You know, so does chocolate cake. So anyway, my point is, it's not really, I mean, you're not going to go and seek help for an addiction if you're still paying the bills, if you're still having relationships, if you're still doing other things that you enjoy, if you're still getting pleasure from the the thing that you're addicted to, if you're still able to have it in its proportion to the rest of your life, you're not going to go seek help. It's not what you would call problematic. Therefore, it's not labeled addiction. I'm Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. Although you might be addicted, okay? There's lots of things that are not labeled addiction, which you could be addicted to, you know? Some people don't feel right if they don't brush their teeth every morning at 8 o'clock. You could say it's an addiction. But does it harm their life? No. So, um, you know, the point, the difference between addiction and it, like, like something that's going to, like, there's, okay, I wouldn't call it addiction until the point that you get when the other, you're doing the thing like I just described. It's not addiction until the point when you start excluding other things and then you get to a level where you're seeking help. That Nobody calls it addiction until they get to the level where they're going, I need help. So there's a point at which a regular enjoyable habit or enjoyable activity becomes overpowering and stronger than everything else and that's when it flips over and becomes an addiction. All right? And until that happens... There's a certain level at which it's probably okay. And I'm not a psychiatrist. Believe me, I'm not a psychologist. I am nobody. But I have been in therapy longer than any human I've ever met. And, you know, I, I probably couldn't at this point do my life without touching base with the therapist a couple of times a month. So um, the point of my podcast is transference of addiction from being I have not been on drugs for a while but I have been suffering from depression I found an activity that I enjoy I'm finding myself enjoying it to the exclusion of all the other activities it has this, at this point not become 
an addiction, but it shows the potential signs of harmful addiction. At this point, at this level, it is not. What I am doing about it is, first of all, I'm telling everybody in the world right now, and, excuse me, and I am also keeping very, excuse me, today I'm forcing myself to not go. And we'll see what happens. If I end up going, then maybe it's going to be an issue. But I'm not planning on going uh, until I do other things first. And so that's the way it's going to be. I'm going to try and see if it actually qualifies at this level as an addiction. But um, I do, people might laugh at this podcast. Like I just thought about how silly it sounds. But when any behavior that causes pleasure or causes distraction from uncomfortable feelings becomes something that is to the exclusion, obsession to the exclusion of all other things that are healthy and good then it becomes a harmful addiction. And that could be going to the shopping center. It could be anything. If it takes you away from reality long enough to where the bills are piling up, see, then you create a cycle. Because when, the, when you're not facing life, you're letting life pile up. You're going off to Disneyland, but the bills are still not getting paid. At some point, you're going to have to face those bills. But the higher that stack of mail gets, the harder it is to open and the more you want to go to Disneyland. And so it's very, 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 very important to make sure that all those primary needs get met because you don't want to turn a healthy, fun, good thing into a terrible thing. And I know it sounds really, saying it sounds ridiculous, honestly, to say that Disneyland could be an addiction. But if you are in a vulnerable position in your life and you go there, there is a certain thing that happens being around all the people and watching all the children have a good time and all the different level of parents having a good time or being tolerant of being there. And all the people excited, people on their honeymoons. There are people at Disney World from every, there's elderly people that are there celebrating their 75th anniversary, married. There is everything there. And if you just are there being absorbed into the experience, and then you go on these rides. You know, there's something about the rides that stimulate physically. So, you know, you have the whole experience. You have the the mental you know sort of things you have the sunshine you have the being around people you have the connection you have the joy of children you have all those components there they're natural and good and then you have the rides which are not natural and i don't know how good but they do stimulate you physically they physically trigger adrenaline you know levels and um, and if, so you have all the components there, the smells of food, okay? It's good until you get home and realize, oh my God, I've got a hundred bills to pay and the dishes are in the sink and now I'm depressed because I haven't dealt with my life. And so then what do you do? You put the key back into the car and you go back up to Disney World and you don't face life again today. Now you're into the harmful zone of Disneyland. 
And I didn't even think it was a possible thing. And I still don't know. But I'm putting it out there because I woke up this morning and very distressed. I don't know if I want, I have time to go right now. And I mean, you can hear it in my voice, right? And I'm not like some 12-year-old kid. But I think because I've been through such a long space of depression and been dealing with this dopamine issue for so long and I'm so uncomfortable so often, I think it really, some of those rides, the things just really stimulated me and I feel this very, very strong pull to go back. And I I don't know if it's harmful or not, but I'm very, today I'm resisting. I could go now, I could go after my music lesson. I could not go at all. I could just wait. I mean, we'll see. I have a very strong feeling that I might go, but I'm trying not to. And um, anyways, I will check in on the next podcast to let you know how it went. Uh, I hope you get something out of this for today because I, I found it very, I, you might be laughing at me, but on the other hand, if you're a person who's ever had addiction problems, you need to think about this because I never thought about it. And I went there and I feel the same feelings that I felt towards addiction towards Disney World. Not quite as like, not like, you know, the dopamine agonist medications, but definitely an issue. Okay, so I hope that you get something from my podcast, whoever's listening. I hope, and I hope you go to Disney World and have a good time. But I hope that when you do go, if you're a person who has any kind of, uh, depression things or any possibility of it i had no idea that it could turn into like an addictive feeling thing it's literally uncomfortable for me right now to not be at disney world i am uncomfortable that i'm not on my i would even like to just be in the car on the way there in my head i have a vision of me in the car driving there and parking in the parking lot and being excited is that weird it's weird isn't it all right i'll talk to you guys later have a good day bye The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.